Chapter Twenty Nine of Mystery of the Sea. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. Mystery of the Sea by Bram Stoker. Chapter Twenty Nine. The Monument. For the remainder of that night, whether rushing home on my bicycle preparing for rest lying awake or even in my sleep i thought over the mystery of the disappearance of the speakers in the old chapel certainly i went to sleep on the thought and woke with it it never left me even after breakfast as i rode out towards crom it was manifest that there must be some secret vault or hiding place in the chapel or it might be that there was some subterranean passage if the latter where did it lead to where else unless to the castle such would be the natural inference the very thought made my blood run cold it was no wonder that it overspread my mind to the exclusion of all else in such case marjorie's enemies were indeed dangerous since they held a secret way to her at all times once within the castle it would not be hard to work evil to her i thought that this morning i would do a little prospecting on my own account accordingly i left my bicycle in the wood and went a long circuit keeping in the shadow of the woods where possible and elsewhere stealing behind the hedgerows till i got to the far side of the hill or spur which came nearest to the old chapel this was one of the hills up whose base the trees ran in flame-shaped patches halfway up the woods ceased and there was a belt of barrenness outcropping rock fringed with green grass the top like most of the hills or mounds around the castle was covered with woods close-growing masses of pine which made a dusk even in the noonday i took my way up the back of the hill and stole through the wood carefully keeping a watchful lookout all round me for i feared the presence of either of the sets of spies at the very top i came upon a good-sized circle of masonry low but heavily built of massive stones completely covered with rich green lichen the circle was some fifteen feet diameter and the top was slightly arched as though forming a roof leaning over it i could hear a faint trickle of water this was evidently the source of the castle supply i walked round it examining it carefully anything which had any direct communication with the castle was at present of possibly the supremest importance there was no flaw or opening anywhere and from the unbroken covering of the stones by the lichen it was apparent that there had been no disturbance for years i sat down on the edge of the stonework and for a long time thought over matters of probability if underneath me as was almost to be taken for granted lay the reservoir of the castle it must have been made coevally with crom itself or even with the older castle on whose ruins it was built it must be fed by springs in the rock which formed the base of the hill and cropped out all over it and if it was not approachable from without there must be some way of reaching the water from within it might be that the chamber which contained the reservoir had some other entrance from the hilltop or from some lower level accordingly i made as i conceived a bee-line for the castle till i came to the very base of the hill 
for i knew that in matters of water conduit the direct way is always chosen where work has to be done as i went i conned the ground carefully not merely the surface for that was a uniform thick coating of brown pine needles but the general conformation where a trench has been made there is ever after some trace of it to be found even if the workmen level the trench most carefully there and then the percolation of rain through the softer broken earth will make discovery of the change by shrinkage here however there was no such sign the ground so far as one could judge had never been opened the trees grew irregularly and there was no gap such as would be had one ever been removed here and there particles of rock cropped out amongst the pine needles just as anywhere else if any opening existed it was not on the direct line between the reservoir and the castle back again i went to the reservoir and using it as a base began to cast around for some opening or sign i made circles in all directions just as a retriever does when looking for a fallen partridge in a dry stubble when the scent is killed by heat at last i came upon something though whether or not it might have any point of contact with my purpose i could not at once decide it was a rude monument of some kind a boulder placed endwise on a slab of rock roughly hewn to form a sort of square plinth this again was surrounded on the outside for the whole monument was on the very edge of a steeply dipping crag by a few tiers of rough masonry the stones were roughly cut and laid together without mortar or if mortar or cement there had ever been time and weather had washed it away in one respect this structure was in contrast to that above the reservoir there was not a sign of moss or lichen about it the trees of the wood came close up behind it in front it was shut out from view below by the branches of a few pine trees which grew crookedly from a precarious foothold amongst the ledges of rock beneath as i stood in front of it i could see nothing immediately below me however when i had scrambled to a ledge a few feet lower down the back wall of the old chapel became visible though partly obscured by trunks and branches of intervening trees i searched all over the monument for some inscription but could see none then i stood on the plinth to see if there might be any inscription on the top of the boulder as i stood looking over the top of it from the bank i could just see through a natural alleyway amongst the treetops the top of one corner of the castle that on the side of and farthest from the old chapel as i looked a bright thought struck me here was a place from which one might correspond with the castle unseen by anyone save at the one spot i determined then and there that marjorie and i should arrange some method of signalling to one another somehow this place impressed me possibly because it was the only thing except the reservoir which seemed to have a purpose in the whole scheme of the hilltop where there was labor and manifest purpose there must surely be some connection i examined all around the place minutely scrambling down the rocks below and on either side but always keeping a bright lookout in case of spies the only thing i noticed was that there seemed a trace of some kind of a pathway through the wood here 
it was not sufficiently marked to allow one to accept it with certainty as a pathway but there is something about a place which is even occasionally trodden which marks it from its surroundings virgin of footsteps i could not find where the path ended or where it began it seemed to grow from the monument but here underfoot was stone and hard gravel and the wind coming over the steep slope swept the fallen pine needles back amongst the shelter of the trees after a few hundred yards any suggestion of a pathway disappeared lost in the aisles of the pine trees spreading round on every side there was no need of a pathway here where all was open once or twice as i searched the thought came to me that there might be some opening here to a secret way or hiding place but look how i would i could not find the faintest trace or suggestion of any opening in the end i had to take it that the erection was merely a monument or mark of some kind whose original purpose was probably lost in time at last as the day was well on i made my way back to where my bicycle was hidden always taking care to keep from observation then emerging on the road i went as usual through the old ruined gateway and the long winding avenue to the castle marjorie met me with an anxious look and hung on to my arm lovingly as she said oh you are late i have been quite nervous all the morning lest anything should have happened to you mrs jack after we had greeted discreetly left us alone and i told my wife of all that i had thought since we had parted and of what i had seen on the hilltop she was delighted at the idea of a means of signalling and insisted on my coming at once to the roof to make further arrangements and discoveries we found the spot which i had indicated admirably adapted for our purpose one could sit on the stone roof well back from the wall and through one of the openings in the castellation see the top of the monument amongst the treetops and could yet be unobserved oneself from any other spot around the angles of the castellation of the various walls shut out the tops of the other hills or mounds on every side as the signs of our code were already complete we had only to fix on some means of signalling a and b this we did by deciding that by daylight a should be signified by red and b by white and at night a by red and b by green thus by daylight two pocket handkerchiefs of red and white or two flowers of white and red or a piece of paper and a red leaf or flower would suffice we fixed on color as the best representative as the distance made simplicity necessary by night an ordinary bicycle lamp with the lens covered could be used the ordinary red and green side lights could be shown as required then and there we arranged that that very afternoon when i had left the castle i should steal back to the monument and we should make a trial of our signalling then we talked of other things alone there on the roof we could talk freely and the moments flew swiftly by in a sweet companionship even if the subjects which we had to discuss were grim ones of danger and intrigue of secret passages and malignant enemies of spies and possibilities of harm to one or both of us still mutually of our troubles and dangers 
made their existence to us sweet that we shared in common even such matters was dear to us both i could not but be conscious of marjorie's growing love for me and if i had to restrain myself now and again from throwing my arms round her and pressing her beautiful body close to me and sweeping her face with kisses i was repaid when as we descended she put both her hands in mine and said oh archie you are good to me and and i love you so then she sank into my arms and our mouths met in a long loving kiss we decided that as there must be some hidden opening in the old chapel we should make search for it the next day i was to come soon after sunrise for this we judged would be the time when the spies of both kinds would least expect movement from the castle i was to come by the grass path between the trees into the old chapel where she would meet me and we should make our investigations together after tea i came away marjorie came out on the steps with me to see me off as we bade each other good-bye she said aloud in case anyone might be listening remember you are to come to tea tomorrow and to bring me the book i am quite anxious to know how it ends it is too bad of the librarian not to send us all the volumes at once when i got to the road i hid my bicycle in the old place and took my way secretly to the monument marjorie had been much struck by the suggestion of the footpath and womanlike had made up her mind on the subject she had suggested that we should test whether any one came or went by it and to this end gave me a spool of the finest thread so that i might lay a trap before i should leave the place i was to stretch threads across it here and there between the tree trunks if on the next visit i should find them broken we might take it that someone had been there from the top of the boulder i made signal and was immediately answered my own signal was simply the expression of my heart's feeling i love you my wife the answer came quickly back filling me with joy i love you my husband don't forget me think of me end of chapter 29 recording by james k white chula vista